Well, the big news is the NFL has, uh, you know, appealed the decision of Judge Sue Robinson. Uh, it looks like the league is pushing towards an indefinite suspension or a one-year suspension. But on the other end of the spectrum, there is an opportunity through a loophole that Deshaun Watson could actually be under center week one. We'll tell you how that would happen and what things need to transpire for that to even be an option on the next Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, literally. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 92.3, the fans, the barbershop, Mr. Garrett Bush at G Bush 91. Thinking about all this late afternoon and into last night, the first thing that came to my mind, and Garrett and I are not sitting here less than 72 hours ago, it's done. It's over. Blinders. Now we can just talk about football. The line that comes to me, the famous line, once I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> yep. With yep. the NFL yesterday. Um, and look, you know, a lot of people felt it was going to trend this way. I maybe guilty, had a little naivete thinking that if you brought in a federal judge to be an arbitrator, that was going to probably mean something. Guess not, I guess. <laughs> so the NFL has decided they are going to appeal said position. The NFL Players Association, Deshaun Watson's camp, obviously certainly not thrilled here and willing to maybe go to certain lengths here if the NFL is trying to make this longer to go through their process. My first thing is, is if Roger Goodell just wants to make this decision himself, what the hell did we just waste everybody's time for? What was the purpose of it all? Was it a, you know, was it to look good? Yep. Was it to look like we were trying to have a fair and just, you know, type of situation and hearing? Um, and the other thing is, Roger Goodell, you care now? You care about the image of the shield now? Really? All of a sudden now, did, did you wake up and have a moment of clarity that all of a sudden you care about the shield? Um, the other thing is here, you hold this up. The Houston Texans, who essentially are, I'm not saying equally at fault here, but are at fault in this situation, middle of the night wrote a whole bunch of checks to a bunch of victims that they and felt they were involved in wrongdoing. Deshaun Watson doesn't play this season. The Cleveland Browns are terrible. So the Houston Texans, for their involvement in the situation, now have the Browns' number one pick, which if things go extremely bad in Cleveland, now becomes the number one overall pick? Oh, my God. You really, really stuck it to the Houston Texans. Point now, Garrett, where, again, never, ever denying what went wrong here. And you guys did an eloquent job yesterday on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, Deshaun Watson, there's things we can do, there's things we can't do when we are a, a superstar in a professional sport. No question, no withstanding any of this situation and wrongdoing there. It, it's um, 
and I want I want I want everybody to be clear about the situation. Um, people can't have it both ways. I've been on, on record saying whatever the judge wanted to do, whatever Sue Robinson brought down, that's what it is. It's a fair arbitration. She's impartial. And, and this is the process that people wanted, both sides wanted. But for Roger to get Goodell to come back and a bunch of people saying, oh, it's, it's too little, too less, it's too little. It, it, it shows, and, and I just got to be honest with it. It's a blatant double standard. And for all the people that say, so what? You're admitting that you're okay with, with processes being inequitable and, and, and having this process come down the way it did. At the end of the day, what are we here for? Why, why are we even having arbiters? And the fact that Sue Robinson puts into the report that the NFL uses public sentiment to make decisions on punishment. She put that in there. And she, she reprimanded the league for doing that. Now, all of a sudden, they come back and do it again to her, but on a larger level because national pundits were upset they thought it was too light. You bring up the point that I've been bringing up since Jump Street. If you're going to sit here and, and, and talk about Deshaun Watson, fine. He has some, he has some wrong stuff. Good. And, and I've admitted that he's done some things wrong, right? And, it, and some of the stuff has been egregious. But at the end of the day, for you to for you to look at the Houston Texans who wrote 30 checks, who gave out NDAs, who were named in the lawsuit, they haven't had a uh they haven't had a, 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 a trial, they haven't had a press conference, they haven't had an interview, they haven't had anything. They wrote the checks and said, okay, time to get back to training camp. You can't have co-defendants listed in the same allegations paying the same amount of, of, of money due to those allegations, and one person gets an indefinite suspension, and the other team gets, they don't, there's not even a headlock. The, the league will um, go ahead and file uh, an appeal, but the Players Association will file a lawsuit. And if that lawsuit goes through, the NFL still messes up. You know why? Because guess what? You had six games. It was on the table. Deshaun Watson wasn't going to be there for six games. Now, if the NFL Players Association can file a lawsuit, they can get a temporary restraining order or a TRO, which means I am going to send this to appeals court at the federal level. I'm going to ask the judge to put a temporary restraining order in some of the same ways that Tom Brady was able to do while we figure this thing out in federal court. And that means Deshaun Watson would be eligible to play football Week one, game one. And that is not what no one wanted. Not even the people who thought about Deshaun Watson uh, that that were sort of uh, uh, sympathetic to his plight. Even they didn't expect him to play week one. They will take the six games and keep it moving. But it just goes to show you that they're not thinking. They're, they're too worried about the optics of things without rationally sitting down and say, look, the judge gave him six. Let's gracefully bow out, get up out of here, because if we go to court, he's going to end up playing week one. Why would I do that? I think I think that is an absolutely fantastic point because it, it, it is absolutely insane to think that Deshaun Watson is now closer to the football field than he was three days ago. That in and of, of itself is insane. The other thing is, what is the timeline here if this does go to court? And... We're clogging up courtrooms with something that is essentially was done. 
was put to bed. And the other thing is, how can you have Roger Goodell agree with the, the Players Association? This is the way we're going to do it. We figure it's fair. It's neutral. Unless I think it's not. And then I'm just going to say, you want to know what? Thanks for your time, Judge Sue Robinson. And here's the other thing in which I got to a couple of times. With the appeal of this, how is that going to happen again? Are we? Are you really think another federal judge going to give up their time, their knowledge, and sit in for the NFL again to try to be an independent arbitrator for this to happen again? So, I mean, you, you, you basically went against everything you put in place. The first time, the absolute first time you went to go use this system, yeah, I don't like it. We wanted more. And look, if it's about money, fine them. That's fine. They don't want them playing in Houston, which happens to be week 11. Like, what are you going to do? You knew before the schedule was even printed. You knew the Browns were traveling to Houston this year. You absolutely knew that. So wait a minute. We got to make it another six games now so it coincides with the with the week that the Browns are playing in Houston. All of this, it's mundane. It's insane. Forever. It is literally going to go on forever. But this is all the time we've got for this today. Wait, Believe it or not, now. guys, the Cleveland Browns are in training camp. Cleveland Browns are playing a preseason game next week. And here we are again, uh, you know, uh, locked on legal here on Locked On Browns. Again, and I, 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 just, I, I just, at this point, I just can't. I, I don't want to in any way whatsoever. I want to talk football, and it's getting really difficult to do that. We will, however, talk some football here in a minute. We're going to catch up on uh, basically the state couple of current injured Browns here, how they're manipulating the summer, trying to get themselves ready for September 11th. And what exactly does preseason essentially mean for some of your better players? Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. I have a new sponsor here that we want to let everybody know about. Um, it's called Better Help. Uh, as everybody knows, in about the last three and a half year period, uh, my wife and I, we've gone through some significant losses. Uh, my older brother, my father, my wife's mother. Um, life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show for yourself to get yourself through it. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's legit professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. Keep in mind, you know, with COVID and quarantine, look, a lot of people still need help. And this is maybe an easier and more secure way to get it. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And you can get therapy every week. It's as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or phone. With therapy, you can take a few tries to find the right fit for you. BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change therapists if needed. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. Visit their website and read the testimonials that are posted daily. Just a couple of your thoughts here from some of the therapists. Lisa has been great to work with. She has lots of insight in how our brains work and why we behave the way we do. One of the absolute best therapists I've had, very easy to talk to, incredibly understanding and nice, and gives relatable and applicable advice. Highly recommend. So as you're trying to get yourself better, and look, you can't help anyone else in your life until you can help yourself. That's why we should check in with BetterHelp. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on, all caps, no space. That is 10% off your first month of online therapy at better, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash Welcome. I like what you said before the break. Welcome back to Locked On Legal here with uh, your representative, Garrett Bush. The Honorable Garrett Bush. (laughs) (laughs) So, man, hey, hey, man. Hey, we're working through it together, though, man. You know, uh, you know, at least we get to kind of talk our our, our anger and frustration and we get to share our our angst with you guys. Right. So, you know, we all in the same boat together, all Browns fans. and, And what we do. We rock together, we do it together, and we chill together. So uh, continue to rock with us. Continue to subscribe to the channel. Uh, we'll be talking through it. We'll, we'll devote time to it. and but, but most importantly, we'll give you the perspective of the real individuals. Hey, hey we, we don't work for the NFL. We don't work for the Browns. We give you our real honest opinion about the situation, and hopefully you guys can respect that, and hopefully you guys enjoy real commentary. So we're going to definitely uh, continue to give you that. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that notification bell. We're moving on, continue to get towards uh, preseason games. And, Jeff, there's a lot of guys that uh, are, are nicked up a little bit. Uh, one of the guys that we haven't seen a whole lot of is, is Jack Conklin. He spoke the other day and talked about how excited he was um, to be back on field on the field doing some light drills. Hasn't got back into team activities, though, um, but he, he looked to be really excited to be back out there with his teammates. And uh, it's been a long process for him. Uh, Coach Fancy talked about the fact that this guy is just uh, – he, he, he's just, he basically lived in Bria, lived in a training room to get himself back up into shape um, because he really, uh, really, really thought this was going to be a very special year. And, and that's the disappointing part about it so much, too. I think a lot of Browns players, uh, whether it's Jadavian Clowney, whether it's Conklin, whether it's uh, the, uh, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, uh, all these people feel that the Browns season this year was going to be a special year, that this was the year that everything gels and comes together. And it just seems like, you know, the darts are coming from everywhere. The darts are coming from the media and coming from the league. But one of the things that, that I've always learned as a player, Jeff, you know this, is sometimes you that, that, that adversity makes you stronger. It gives you that extra drive. It makes you hunker down, put your work in, and look to the guy to the left and look to the guy to the right and say, look, man, hey, we storming into this foxhole right now. You know, all we got is the people that's in, in this platoon right here. This is all we got. Ain't nobody going to give us nothing. Ain't nobody going to write that we're going to win. All we're going to do is go out week to week and prove it. So that that can really fortify your, your mentality. Um, and, and so I'm glad to see Conklin back and Denzel Ward. We haven't seen him in a while. We ain't seen Denzel in a minute. Now, uh, Denzel, I will say, he's a veteran. Conklin's a veteran. So, you know, there's a question as to, uh, just about how much reps do you think they really need out there? I, I'm told you before, I'm cool with Conklin not putting the jersey on. He could drink, stand over there and wear, wear a practice uh, coach's shirt and, and a hat and a clipboard for all I care. Uh, and I might be on the same page with Denzel Ward. Um, go ahead, chill out, bro. Um, get We got young corners. We want to we wanna see Emerson. We want to see A.J. Green some more. We want to see if Newsom can play in the slot. Greedy needs some work. So we got other guys that we can do that with. So uh, your thoughts on Jack Conklin and, and, and on top of that, Denzel Ward coming back a little bit. Well, um, we've kicked Nathan Zagora off the sidelines and up into the booth for radio play-by-play, right? So if we want to go get a golf shirt for Jack Conklin or Denzel Ward and have them handle the sideline, sideline duties here in the preseason, knock yourselves out, boys. Um, what is the offseason true for an NFL player? It's, you know, honing in on your weaknesses. It's taking what you are, uh, your positives, 
and making those even greater. That is what the offseason is supposed to be about. For a guy like Jack Conklin, you ask any NFL player, any athlete, what is the most miserable experience of your offseason? Rehabbing back from a serious injury. Yes, Jack Conklin was in the building in Berea as much as he possibly could be. Guess what? It was him, two trainers, guy who mops the floor. And look, coaches aren't even in the building that much at that point in time. We heard from Coach Kiffin, the defensive line coach, why he's back to coach the Cleveland Browns. It allowed him, because in the NFL, there's no recruiting. The offseason allows you. You can do work from home. You can be a dad. You can be a husband. Uh, so in the building, there's Jack Conklin busting his butt every day, a couple of trainers, just trying to get himself back to the point where he can get on the field, not improving his play. No way to improve his play. Just getting himself back to the ability to be able to play. It's a, it's a miserable, miserable experience. And you've heard many athletes over the years talk about when you're going through something like that, you almost feel like you are completely disconnected from the team. Um, yes, you have friends that send out a text. How's it going? Da, 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 da. But when you're not part of the daily grind, you're not part of every practice, every one situation, you just feel so far removed. So it's a difficult spot to be in and see that Jack's in a very positive light. Seems to be very well. And the other thing for Jack Conklin, it's a huge year. It's a huge year. Jack Conklin's a free agent this year. Uh, 28 years old. There's a chance for Jack Conklin to go out and bank yet another solid contract. So he's got to, you know, hopefully he's got to be able to, you know, go out and produce and perform and perform well. Denzel Ward, again, now this has been since, what, the last day OTAs when they were in the stadium. Uh, still hasn't done anything yet. Look, A.J. Green's having a fantastic camp. We all know Greg Newsom is going to be a player. Uh, Greedy Williams is, you know, has shown some signs here this summer. Greedy's obviously in a tough spot here. He's a guy who hopefully is going to get a ton of playing time as he's going to be a free. You want what MJ Emerson can bring to the table. Uh, these are all guys you want to get looked at here. Um, so it's about what you are doing with your time. It's what you were doing here in the summer uh, as far as, you know, getting yourself ready. It's it, it's not the most fun position to be in. Um you know, and you hope when you come back, you were exactly the player you were when you got hurt, because that is the most difficult part about this. Again, is is you don't have a chance to really improve upon anything. You were just trying to get your body back to where it was and go out there and do what you do. But this is going to bring up some thoughts here about the preseason. And you're going into this with a 90 man roster. And, you know, how much of those 90 guys and you know, the Browns are a young team on paper, but they're a very veteran team. Well, we're going to get to our thought on that. Uh, the list locked on Browns, of course, your list, legal scenario. Some thoughts here on Conklin <laughs> and Ward as they try to find their way back here. We're going to get to a little preseason talk, how this should be handled. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest locked on Browns. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. We back at it. Make sure you guys are download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Five star reviews greatly appreciated. And we appreciate you guys making us the first listener of the day. G Bush 
in the building. Uh, Jeff Lloyd, if you did not know, we are uh, legal leaves. And we just got over the uh, first briefing, so we'll, we'll, we continue to do that. Uh, we, you can rewind the podcast for all our legal briefings in the first part of the uh, podcast. Uh, it, when we talk about preseason games, the, the philosophy on preseason has changed a little bit. Um, it used to be four preseason games. Uh, and, you know, the first preseason game, nobody really plays. Second preseason game, you may get two two quarters or two drives, excuse me, two drives um, to see if you can get down and put some points up with the ones. The third preseason was probably like the dress rehearsal um, where you basically played, um, you know, dress rehearsal, you played uh, those, those games, and you played to the third quarter or something like that, and it was most like a game. Fourth preseason game, nobody plays. It was the cut game, seeing who who's going to make this team. Now they got three preseason games. Last year, Kevin Stefanski um, really went light on a lot of people. There, obviously, Odell Beckham didn't play. Jarvis didn't play a lot. The running backs, uh, we didn't see very much of any of those guys, um, you know, playing. So this year, is it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen, given the fact that we don't we don't know what's up with Deshaun Watson. How many snaps is he going to get Jacoby Brissett? How does that look? And I'm going to be interested to see how he's going to play his veterans. We just talked about Jack Conklin and Denzel Ward. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't play. I wouldn't be surprised if Miles Garrett and Clowney didn't play a lot. So um, what is your philosophy, Jeff, on what what uh, what you would do in preseason? And is, is your philosophy more on uh, the guys need to get some work or the guys need to get some rest? I think what I'm looking at this year, and look, and this is obviously going to be a little bit different than any other time. If I'm the Browns and I am now in the belief of I have no idea when I'm getting Deshaun Watson back, I don't know what I can put out there in preseason games that don't mean anything. I cannot risk a Miles Garrett. I cannot risk a Jadavion Clowney. I cannot risk a Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, Grant Delpit, John Johnson III, Denzel Ward. If I may have to go perhaps this entire season without Deshaun Watson, I need every other star I have to be as healthy as possible for this season to have any legs to it. Uh, Nick Chubb, sorry. <laughs> Sit down with the boys. You know, I mean, if it's to the point where I got to take their helmets, I got to take their shoulder pads, and I got to lock them away somewhere. This is a really, really difficult spot to be in. But really, re actually, some work has to get done. Grant Elpit needs some work. Not a lot. Jeremiah Wusukora Moa needs some work. Not a lot. The offensive line, I don't know what I can do there because, you know, I really need Nick Harris to get some work in. He's really legitimately only played one NFL game. So Nick Harris has to get some work. T Teller, Batonio, Axe and Smash, Demolition, I don't know necessarily that they need any work. Jack Conklin, it's more and more it's looking interesting like he will not play. Patrick Wills probably could use work. So it's a really difficult spot here. And for the Browns, and I think we all have this belief, we probably know who maybe the first 50 of the 53 are that are making this roster. It's about those last three, and that's probably between, what, 10 names or so. And these are the guys you kind of got to put out there. Um, it, it's you know, normally, and especially now with it being three games, you know, cut down to three games, uh, added the 17th regular season game. This is the problem. Preseason games don't mean a hell of beans to anybody, but those final roster fringe guys. And for the Browns of five, six years ago, yeah, these games meant a hell of a lot. I mean, you 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 were I mean, there were holes everywhere. You were auditioning everywhere to get players on the field. That ain't the case right now, the way this roster is constructed. And it's going to feel really weird 
when Jacoby Brissett's out there and Joby, Jacoby Brissett fires the ball to, uh, I think his number is 82. You know, some guy who we know is not going to be here, but Jacoby Brissett's going to have to get these reps. He's going to have to get as in sync as he can with this offense. Uh, it's just, and this is where the whole situation comes in because what did we say, Garrett? We said we knew the way the Browns are constructed. They had a plan if it was two games. They had a plan if it's a four games. They had a plan if it's six. They had a plan if it's eight. Basically, Deshaun Watson's situation right now is a big fat question mark. And guess what? You can't prepare for something that you do not know. Yeah, that's it's the, it's the difficult part about it. So, you know, I, I look at it like this. I, I the, the most strong point you have in this segment is this. If I'm not going to have Deshaun Watson, I'm going to just keep it honest with you, man. Y'all going to have to be mad at me. Preseason or whatever, you might want to see some dudes. You, Yeah, you want to come to the games and get an opportunity, get a sneak peek at new guys like Amari Cooper. You want to see young guys play. But I'm going to tell you what. This is going to be rookie camp all over again. I'm about to have rookies out there competing, guys that are fringe free agents competing, and, and dudes that look like they want to be on the practice squad competing. I'm not putting none of my starters out there. I'm done with it. I'm going to the NBA rules. I'm going with NBA rules and, and, and player maintenance. <laughs> I'm about to player maintenance my whole roster. And you know what? We play so many doggone games. We'll work our way into shape. We'll work our way into what we need to do. But there's no way I'm losing Miles Garrett or none of my dudes out here that going out here getting a fluke injury. And then you're really looking crazy, right? You're really looking crazy now that you, you, you're down maybe a Chubb or Amari Cooper or, or, or a Miles Garrett or Clowney. No, I'm not doing that they're gonna sit over there drink that kool-aid hang out and that gatorade and post up and laugh on the sideline and we'll get our work done during uh, during practices and, and and we'll do it in a safe easy, easy competitive way it's and that's and this is probably the the correct stance here because you want to know what you can take jedrick wills and miles garrett and say hey make sure you're getting your work in and you want to know what jedrick wills and miles garrett can go at each other and get their work in, get their timing in, get their footwork in with the understanding of I'm going to go as hard as I can. You're going to go as hard as you, uh, you know you are going to go. But we're going to do it in the spot. You know, Miles Garrett's not trying to take the ice pick to Jedrick Wills and hit him so hard that his kidneys start bleeding. You can get your work in, but also understanding you are protecting your teammate for the greater good, which obviously is September 11th in Carolina versus the Panthers. And this is where the whole thing is, you know, it, it's frustrating for the Browns. Look. If it was six games, 10 games the year, at least you had an answer and you knew what you were up against. It is now August 4th. The Browns open the season in one month and seven days. And they do not know what the status is of a quarterback. They just traded three first round picks for, invested $238 million. Look, it's not about you know, what was right or what was wrong as far as the punishment is the fact that the Browns do not know what the punishment is. And it makes for an extremely difficult scenario to prep a team to be ready to go. And look, I, I, I the way we feel about this locker room and what we've heard for the past few days from these guys talking about it, these guys are going to unify the best they can to come out and be the best version of the Cleveland Browns they can. But it's really, really difficult to task a team to try to get ready where they have this huge, tremendous unknown as far as their quarterback position. 
I don't know how it's going to get rectified. I don't know when it's going to get rectified. I don't know what the correct rectification is, but somehow, some way, the Cleveland Browns need an answer and they need a quick answer. Get in the bunker, work it out. Y'all, y'all, all y'all got because I, I'm telling you right out there, there's no one trying to do you no favors and there is not fans of the Cleveland Browns at this moment. Oh, no, 100%. Absolutely not. And if we have to take the week 11 game in Houston and move it to San Antonio, I don't know. But some of this, man, it really seems like when, you know, for for me, for some of this, it certainly seems like when I am trying to discipline one of my teenage daughters and, uh, oh, well, I have that thing two weeks from now. What do you mean? I can't do this. No, that's what the point of discipline means. You're going to miss things. I, it's just an extremely frustrating process. And look, some of this comes from the fact that Garrett and I have a job here to do. First things first is to talk football, but we can't even get that because we have to do this every single day. Um, I don't know what kind of awards they can give out for the work that Garrett and I've had to do for the last. I don't know if we get a better briefcase or a better tote bag or something, but this has not just been your normal life of podcasting here for the past five months for the Cleaver Browns. It's, it's just been crazy. It's been notness. It's been absolutely insane. He is Garrett Bush, the ultimate Cleveland sports show Monday through Friday, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Uh, it's just, it, it just crushes. Um, and the amount of guests on there. And, and it's funny because originally started, it was going to be like these four panelists and it literally looks like the Brady Bunch now, you know, like the radio used to start because there's people popping up everywhere. Faces. It is a wide, wide form over there on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. 92.3, the fan, the barbershop. Uh, Garrett in every Saturday morning. Other stops along the way. There at 92.3, the fan. Make sure you're checking it out. Uh, Garrett kills over there as well. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are always open. Uh, we're trying to do everything we can here as far as giving you the best coverage we can. Um, back down the road here with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and legalese. Of course, you know, how players like Conklin and Denzel Ward manage their summers when they're not necessarily honing their craft as much as they are trying to get their body healthy. And what about this preseason and how do the Browns handle it um, without much information at hand? So it makes it really, really difficult to make an educated decision when you do not have the correct information in front of you. Uh, all that being said, we appreciate everybody who's here day in, day out. Everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Uh, make sure you're following, subscribe to the show, hit the notifications on YouTube. So obviously you get the information that shows up as soon as they drop. Uh, leave those five-star readings, written reviews. It means a ton. Um, we appreciate y'all. And we'd rather be talking football, but you know we can't deal our own hand here on Lockdown Browns. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.